From Destination Home Group of Long and Foster Real Estate, this is Spilling the Tea on the Real RE, where we give you, the listeners, the really real on all things real estate. I'm your host, Danielle Waldera, team leader of DHG. And I'm your co-host, buyer's agent specialist, James Dickerson. Listen, you've watched the TV shows, you've seen the YouTube channels, the fairy tales that people tell you about buying a house or investing in real estate, but that's not what we're here to do. Nope, we're pulling back the curtain, giving you the truth, and spilling the tea on the real RE. y'all we are back for another episode and in this episode we are gonna talk about pets mostly because I just got a new puppy and it's all I can think about and he's the stinking cutest thing I've ever seen in the world yeah James loves him puppies are not my favorite I love dogs and I love other people's puppies but I don't ever want to have a puppy ever again ever oh my gosh I don't have my headphones on I'm like why can't I hear you you can't hear me because you're not wearing your headphones. That would be why. <laughs> so distracted right now. It's the puppy. It's the <sighs> puppy. All I can think about is the puppy. Do you know there are companies now? This is a fact, and this is not related to the podcast, but I'm going to share it anyway. Fun fact of the day. Great. There are companies now that are allowing you to take puppy leave. Really? So like parental leave, oh but for gosh, your puppy. That's so clever. Does our team offer puppy leave? So if I get a puppy, I can take off. You'll take care of my clients, and yes. I'll get all the commission. what's the what's the pr thing to say yes yes perks um i think you meant hr go ahead yeah Mm -hmm. we don't have an hr here in this uh (laughs) in this business acquisition so uh anyways yes you're covered i feel like you're just saying words (laughs) this business acquisition what are we acquiring just puppies okay listen you can have a puppy leave okay you can take your damn puppy leave (laughs) anyways um, so we're, we're going to talk about pets in general, um, but, you know, specifically the most <clears throat> common pets. When you're buying, when you're selling, I'm going to start with selling um, just because I feel like it's more common in that area and people who are selling have dogs, small dogs, large dogs, smelly dogs, um, and they're always wondering, what am I supposed to do, right? What am I supposed to do with my pets when they're showings when I'm not home? Oh, I don't. I also don't crate my dogs. Oh, I also have a set of pit bulls. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're going to talk about pets as it relates to real estate. We're going to cover all of it. But, Soup to nuts. You know, with selling, pets can be challenging because some people don't like pets. Some, some people, people have allergies. Allergic. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Some people are allergic to cats or allergic to dogs or allergic to you know, this, that, or the other thing. In fact, I don't know if you know this or not, Danielle, uh, but in Pennsylvania, the seller's disclosure, you know how in Maryland we have the disclosure disclaimer form? Yeah. Well, the disclosure in Pennsylvania, first of all, you can't disclaim. You have to disclose. Uh, Second of all, you have to disclose if you have any knowledge of any pet ever living in the home. So even if the previous seller had a dog and you're aware of it, you have to disclose that the previous seller owned a dog. I mean, I don't hate that, though. I really don't hate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting how different states have different Because you know what people do? Like, they'll go replacing their carpet, but they won't, like, they had pets. Like, and they, they won't, won't replace the mm-hmm. subfloor that has, like, that or old the padding. pee stain. Like, they'll yeah, just literally yeah, 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 yeah. put a fresh piece or they of don't carpet. Even, or they don't even replace the carpet. They just shampoo it. Right. Mm-hmm. And two weeks later, it smells like wet dog again. Mm-hmm. And you've already, you know, settled, settled, gone under contract, whatever. And these people have been shampooing their carpet or whatever the case. Yeah, and you're stuck with wet dog. 
actually that happened in a house I sold over in Forest Hill recently. It had, I mean, we knew there were animals in the house, so right. it was a little bit of a different situation. We knew they were there, but we didn't have any like egregious smells when we were walking through the house. In fact, they had a lot of really nice scented candles burning as we were walking through the house every time we were there. I mean, for inspection, burning showing, or just like melting? burning, like no, bur- one flame. Yeah. Like they lit a can- they, they lit candles around the house while we were there, and they just left with their yeah, candles. Yeah, I mean lit. whatever. That's super you unsafe, do you. but that's fine. Yeah, right. That's how I felt about it. But I was like, whatever. It smells great. And then <laughs> after settlement, they were like, "Our bedroom smells like wet dog. Don't worry, we're just gonna get the carpeting. Like not, you know, they weren't upset. Not the end of the world. We knew there were pets there, but it didn't smell like that." Any of the times that we were there, did until. you give them one of our DHG candles and say, "Here, just like this." <laughs> No, that is not gonna fix wet dog. Although their candles were, I mean, they were pretty. They were pretty impressive. I was impressed with the amount of candles, or the smells of candles, the or the quality of candles. I mean, <laughs> like, was it the smell? Was it the quality or the size that was impressive? The smell, like they mm. smelled really. Good. I didn't know if they were like anthropology candles, and you were like, they wow, these been. are some really bougie candles. Or if they were like, you know, tower candles. You ever seen those giant candles? Like Mm-mm. they're actually like. Tall as like a child. Oh my gosh! You I never want seen one. that. Where do I get one? Church. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> like that kind of. Yeah. T- no. <laughs> or dollar store candles. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. It yeah. could be. Yeah, it could range on the scale. I don't know where they got them from, but they smelled amazing. Good. And the moral of the story well, is not their good. carpet not smelled good for like no. Good for them. Not good for them. <laughs> right. And I didn't feel comfortable blowing out all these candles that like you weren't should've. mine. You <laughs> <laughs> Just walk around the house. You know, and like, what if I set off a fire? There were a lot of candles. Like, there would have been a lot of smoke happening. Open all the windows. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? Oh, Dogs. selling your house <laughs> when you have a pet. Dogs. So what do you think is a good solution? So it, you have a client comes up. Their house smells a little bit like dog. Not crazy like dog, but a little bit like dog. It's a big old dog. Yeah. And they say, oh, by the way, this is Jerry. And Jerry don't crate for nobody, right? <laughs> so what do you do? Any slobbers. Right. Oh, and he's like a like one of those bulldogs that like yeah. can't prevent the slobber. Like, right. like what are the what is that like dog to catch the slobber. that like has the little They're barrel massive. on the it's mountain when you're, oh, scar- no, when, are, you're um, when you're skiing and they save you Saint Bernard. Yeah, it's a big old Saint Bernard. Mm-hmm. Hairy, slobbery, <laughs> smelly. It got a little wet. It snowed outside. <laughs> it got all that snow in its fur and it's not dry yet. And they're like, I want to sell my house. What do you do? I, I painted mean, a picture. In the perfect world, I would say in a perfect world, we need to find, what's the dog's name? Jerry? Yeah. Jerry, don't create for nobody. Jerry. Uh, We need to find a different home for Jerry in the time that you're listing. And I know that's really hard to hear, but if it's possible, if Jerry can go live with your daughter or your mom or your neighbor for the entirety of the time that we're listed, that would be perfect world scenario because that would allow you to replace the carpeting freshen up the walls you know that smells everywhere it's not just in the car it's in the walls it's in the sofa so you can get your furniture professionally cleaned replace your carpet and your padding have jerry stay with a friend during the time that you're listing if that is not possible if you have no relatives if you can't you know jerry has anxiety and he can't be away from the house it's really for everybody's safety that if jerry has to be present and you can't take him out for a walk, even for showings, that he is crated and he has to be. And that's non-negotiable. And if you're not willing to crate or you can't crate, 
that's dangerous. It's dangerous for Jerry. It's dangerous for the buyers. You do not. Jerry's a great dog, and he's so friendly, and he loves everyone until a group of five people who he doesn't know come busting through the door and show fear, like genuine fear of a dog, and he smells that, and he goes crazy. Like, you just, at the end of the day, I love my pets, but they are animals, and they have animal instincts, and they smell feelings, and you don't know how they're going to react in that case. So it, you have to be willing to make some different accommodations for your animals, as upsetting as that might be, it's for everybody's safety. I'm just going to say for a moment that I think that animal, the dogs sense feelings. I don't know if they smell them, but that's besides the point. Wait, what did I? You said they smell your feelings. I did. I that's not what I meant. That's I can, not what I meant. I can smell your sad. Um, <laughs> I meant they sense it. I didn't mean so, that. <laughs> uh, they can smell. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you're sweaty when you get like Gross. Okay, nervous. moving on. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what I did when I sold my house and I had a dog who could not be crated. But Callie doesn't. Callie's a sweet, non-smelly. Yes, Callie doesn't smell. Yeah. I, I, I did clean my carpets just because I wanted it to smell better, you yeah. know, because she does shed. You know, it's not like she doesn't have fur. Yeah. So um, I did clean my carpets and she didn't, I didn't rehome her but what i did do is every morning before i went to work i would drop her off at my mom's house right. and she would stay at my mom's house and i would pick her up on my way home from work and if i had an evening showing we'd go for a little car ride you know she was not at home during my showings and she couldn't be yeah uh, she couldn't be because she can't be in the crate it's an anxiety issue for her yeah. um so I had to take her out of the house. Now I could. But she's not a Jerry. No, you described she's not Jerry, Jerry very, you know. Yes, Jerry detailed is, is Jerry's. Jerry's a one of a kind. Really, <laughs> Jerry is a Saint Bernard that carries a barrel. Correct. I didn't a full say he of carries drool. a barrel. I was keeping the barrel as an <laughs> the example. The barrel of the dog catches that I the drool remember. and then drags it all over the I house. I think the barrel actually carries like whiskey, doesn't he? For like you like to keep for your injured body people. Temperature up. I felt like he finds I, injured people and gives them whiskey. <laughs> doesn't matter. Anyway, point being. I think it holds medical supplies. Here's one thing that really grinds my gears. Oh, boy. Really grinds my gears. When there's a note on a... So, okay, we schedule your appointments. When you, you call me, you say you want to see a house, I go into this little app, and I schedule the appointment to see the house. And the listing agent usually adds some notes in that appointment. And they're like, hey, you know, uh, lockbox is at the front door. Um you know, take your shoes off or, you know, in COVID times that we're in right now, it might say wear a mask or whatever. Nothing annoys me more than when I see a note that says, don't let cat out. Cat will run out of front door. I'm like, it is not my responsibility to herd your cat and to like kick it back into your home to show your house. If the cat gets out the front door, the moment I open it, the cat is gone. I'm not chasing your cat. I'm not running after your cat. I'm sorry that. What is Jerry's deny, cat deny, friend's name? Deny, deny, deny. I'm sorry that Janet the cat ran out of the house. I'm trying Jerry to think of something with Jerry. Janet. Jerry, right? <laughs> Janet the cat ran out of the house. Um, I didn't see it happen. Don't know where it went. Uh, I'm, it's just like okay. I, I get it. You have a cat, but it's not my responsibility to prevent your cat from running out of the home. If your cat's gonna run out of the home. Put it in a crate or put it in a bedroom or something else other than letting it roam around your house. Correct. And shame on the listing agent for not telling their client to put Janet in a little cat cubby for the time being or during the day or whenever she's not home or whatever for her safety. And now you're going to have now that 
listing agent is going to have a super devastated, unconsolable client. And really, whose fault is it? Like, it's not the client's responsibility to know what they're supposed to do. That's what you're for. You're the professional. You're supposed to step in and say, in my professional opinion, here's the things we need to do. And honestly, there are times, this does not happen often, but there are rare times where if a client is just flat out like, this is Jerry, and Jerry runs this bitch, and ain't nobody coming in and out, ain't nobody going to tell me what to do with Jerry. Jerry tells me what to do with Jerry, and he's going to walk around this place, why and is, he's going to be here. Why is Jerry here. from New Jersey? Go ahead. Because he, he's upset. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to walk around this house, and he's going to slobber, and he's going to meet people at the door, and this is what it's going to be. Sometimes there are times where I'm like, you know what, then maybe we are not meant to work together. And I hate to say that, but if Jerry's going to run the show and you're going to put other people at risk and the dog at risk and my license at risk if the dog bites someone. I don't know if that would be our responsibility, but yes, I hear you. you. Know, I mean, maybe, my reputation maybe, at the very least. Yeah, like maybe, we, maybe we're not meant for each other um, and I can see if I can find someone who might be better suited for you in this particular scenario because our, per- our personalities just... They're not meshing because I'm going to I'm going to be very direct with what we should do with Jerry. And it's for Jerry's safety. Like I am a dog and animal lover to the core. So like my first priority is like making sure they're safe and healthy and happy and nothing is rocking their boat. And moving for animals is just as hard as it is moving for people. Like you're moving them out of their safe and comfy space. They're confused. There's boxes coming out of nowhere. They they smell (laughs) that you're anxious about something coming up you know it's it's hard on them it's just as hard as on them as it is on people and we need to keep them in a safe environment and that's just best for everyone point blank so true story over the weekend i was out showing property in pennsylvania and we walk into this house no notes about animals by the way there's no indication that there are animals in the home like it didn't give me a note that said hey by the way there will be pets here uh we walk in there are six cats. Oh my god! In the house, and there are three cats outside of the house. Wow! There's a litter box in every room. Oh my god! A kitchen litter box and a den litter box and a basement litter box and a living room litter box. Litter Is that litter the box. house they placed an offer on? No, oh. a bedroom litter box, a bathroom litter box, a wow. hallway litter box. Oh. Their litter box, an outside litter box. Like there are 56 litter boxes. There's cat food it's everywhere. There's six cats inside. Two, three cats out. Like, so many cats. Janet's everywhere. And honestly, good. Good, good for you. Uh, you know, you want to have lots of cats. I'm cool with it. Uh, like, I'm not going to sit here and judge you for the amount of cats that did you have. Did it smell? Did place. it seem dirty? Believe it or not, did not really smell, okay. surprisingly. There were candles everywhere. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. There weren't candles oh. everywhere. But <laughs> it did not really smell like, I mean, you could obviously smell there were cats. Right. But it wasn't like your typical, like, stinky cat mm-hmm. house. Like, that's not what it was like. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, is that if people don't like cats, if people like cats but don't like that many cats which is not uncommon most most people don't want nine cats um they're gonna be really turned off by that one two it's not really great for your cats three it's not really great for anybody it's not gonna help you sell your house it's not gonna make your life easier point is in that scenario we might need to help you get out of your house first yeah before we sell you know, that's that best case scenario all around. It is that your house is empty and we, you know, you get it staged and we sell your house for you. 
um, if you have that many pets. I mean, it's just it's just unreasonable to put all your animals through that. I mean, there are some folks out there that have two, three dogs. They have two, three cats. They have a bird and a turtle and a snake. And that's a, me. That's me. A chinchilla, like like a. a flying what do they call those little flying squirrel things oh yeah shoot sugar gliders sugar gliders a sugar glider that just they let run around the house and fly and land on people's heads and things <laughs> like all, <laughs> people have all these things and it's just not safe for the buyer especially if they might be allergic or afraid anyway which is most buyers by the way so like okay you walked into this house with nine cats and it didn't smell that bad cool what was what were you talking about the whole time you were touring the house Oh, look, there's another well, cat. So my clients really like the cat, really like cats. So they were actually, like, petting the cats and all that stuff, which was right, fine. But th- so they weren't focusing on the house. But again, exactly. They, we didn't talk they about were, the house the right. time we were there. We were they talking were about like, the oh, there's another cat. Here, kitty, kitty. Oh, yeah, where's yeah, the treats? Yeah. Oh, this one's so cute and fat and fluffy. Like, not even looking at the house. Like, yeah. I bet when they left, that wasn't the house that they fell in love with anyway. But I bet when they left, they didn't even remember the color of the kitchen cabinets. Yeah. Like, they were probably just looking and talking about the cats. Looking and talking about the animals. Like... People's attention spans is like... If there are any agents listening to this podcast right now, tell me there's nine cats, please. Seriously. Don't tell me that they're going to run out of the house because I already told you that annoys me. But at least give me a heads up. Like, hey, heads up. There are nine cats in this house because I don't want to be as equally surprised as my client when we see the nine cats. Because then I say things like, oh, look, another (laughs) cat. (laughs) In this very obviously caught off guard, sarcastically positive tone. Plus, like, you need to pop a Benny before you, like, oh, walk into that God. situation. I mean, I like, like cats, so I wasn't bothered by it. Bennies. I grew up with cats and all that jazz, so I wasn't Except really, like... nine cats, though? No. Like, that's... I'm, the most we ever had was three... A Benadryl situation. Three cats. Three cats. One per floor. Mm. Um... <laughs> they, we didn't keep them on separate floors, but mm. that's kind of what just <laughs> popped in my head. One per floor. We had three cats. Um... Wait, can we talk about what happened? Remember the enrage that I had when we were in Pennsylvania and that woman brought her dog into the showing? Oh, that was the model home nonetheless. Oh my God. We were in Pennsylvania and we were searching new construction houses, going through model homes. And this woman didn't even have an appointment. We had an appointment. We had an appointment. We were there with our clients. We were like, oh, look at at this. This woman literally just bust through the front door with her dog. In her hand, I don't think the dog ever hit the floor. I didn't see it hit the floor. I wasn't following them around. In her hand, small, tiny, little, white, fluffy thing. And the other, like the guy who, the salesperson, who was like running the model home, was like, oh, hello, can I help you? Let her in, which was also a pet peeve of mine, because I feel like he should have said, ma'am, you and your dog can wait out front, and when we're ready, you can come in. But what, whatever. I digress. He lets this lady in with her dog walking around the house. You gonna take your dog to showings? I was flabbergasted. I was literally talking we about it the entire time. We will not buy this time. home if we do not get the approval of Jerry. <laughs> if Jerry doesn't like the house, I we was, ain't buying it. Uh, I mean, the whole, like, every corner we took, I was like, James, 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 can you believe this? <laughs> and he was like, settle down. I was like, I cannot. Like, can you believe this? I was in outrage. He could, in fact, believe it. <laughs> I mean, who knows? It could, you know, whatever. It could have been... A service animal? Yes, a service Maybe. animal. I don't it know. Didn't I didn't. It, right. It didn't have any tags or anything on it that depicted a service animal. I, you know, who knows? It just really boiled my, my blood. support Maltese. Okay? I mean, it might have been. That's and a dog, right? Maltese? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a Maltese dog, a little white fluffy dog. I knew I was right. It just didn't seem like it. It was an older 
couple and they just busted in with their dog like they own mm-hmm. the place and they were like we're here to see the model we have no appointment we have no agent we have no idea what we're doing we're just you know sunday driving around here with our dog and decided to bust through the front door was that the one where the guy met us there the yes. last one that was yes. the last one yeah, yeah yeah i remember that okay yes. anyways and he let them in so he what a great segue into other people with pets meaning people who are renting or people who are buying with pets and what do you need to be thinking about when it comes to that? One, one, if you're renting right now and you're thinking about getting a pet, you really need to consider what kind of pet you're going to have. Is it acceptable for your, for your rental agreement for you to have a pet? Is there any fees associated with that? Because let me tell you, if you get a pet and your lease says you can't have a pet and Goodbye, you don't pet. notify your landlord, you are in breach of your contract and you can be evicted for having a pet. So let's not sacrifice the home that we live in so that we can adopt Jerry from the shelter. Or your pet, you know, poor pet, poor dog that has to go back to the shelter. Right. That's oh, my point. Cool. It's like yeah. you don't want your dog to be re-homeless. Yeah. And you do not want to be homeless because you got a pet that you aren't allowed to have. I'm more concerned about the dog in this scenario. I'm you concerned about all You deserve what you get. You I'm lied to your landlord and pulled a dog in when you knew you weren't allowed to. Danielle, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they were trying to do a good thing and give a homeless animal a home. But the point is, is that you don't want to lose your home and give that homeless animal a uh, homeless again because you didn't notify your landlord or check your lease before you got the pet. Terrible. Anyway, so don't adopt a pet you can't have and make sure that you can have it before you adopt it. One. Two, if you're looking to buy, there are certain types of properties that can sometimes have restrictions on the pets that you have, even if you're a buyer. What kind of properties are those, Danielle? Um, they are usually anything with a HOA or a condo fee. So anything where you have a document specifying bylaws and covenants has the right to put restrictions on whatever the hell they would like to put restrictions on, which is usually everything. Mostly it's a condo issue, but you'll see it trickle into other types of housing as long as they have some sort of HOA associated with them. Make sure you know. Make sure you get the bylaws and the covenants. If that is the number one important thing to you before you write your contract, make sure your agent confirms with the other agent that you can have X, Y, Z, which is what you have, and then you will get the full list of bylaws and covenants to read about it. Um, it's a lot less common in homeowners associations, yeah, meaning is. like if you're in a townhouse or a or a single family home that has an HOA that is not a condo. Right. It's a lot less common. It's not to say that it's not. Uh, unheard of i mean there are some hoas that will restrict specifically like breed and size of animals um but there are it's a lot more common in condos you know a lot of condos have uh species restrictions like you can only have cats you can't have dogs or you can have a dog but it can't exceed 30 pounds and they'll quantify how many you can have like you can only have two pets and their total weight can't exceed 50 pounds or you know there's like just similar to apartment restrictions right um, there are some. There are a lot of condo associations that restrict the uh, types and size breeds. of pets and breeds of pets mm-hmm. that you're allowed to have. And also, just so that you know, home insurances are also um, very particular about your pets as well, because you are res- if your pet bites someone on your property, you are responsible for that payment. So if you, it's they are typically breed restrictions. So check with your homeowners policy or whatever homeowner policy you're going to get 
um, shop around and make sure you're comfortable with whatever they're offering you as far as coverage for that because most homeowners insurances will charge you more if you own a restricted breed. Um, you know, good, bad, or otherwise, these breeds have, you know, reputations and those reputations unfortunately are dealt with in your insurance and stuff like that. Um, I have a lot of feelings about that, but I'm I not do too. Get into no, it. I do too. Right. But agreed. Uh, it's usually, I mean, typically you can find a competitive rate still, even with your yeah. breed issue. Like, like it's not to say that you can't get homeowners insurance or that they won't cover your pet. You just want to make sure you're transparent with them and that you price your policy to make sure you find a payment that you're comfortable with. Uh, it's typically not a huge homeowners insurance. is really not that expensive typically anyway, especially when you compare it to things like your car insurance. Um, it's, you know, it's typically a minimal increase to add that breed restriction, but it depends on the insurance company. Yeah. And like James was saying, usually when you move away from condo associations and into townhomes and single family homes where you have HOAs instead of condo association dues, um, the restrictions on animals are typically a little bit less and looser. Most of our local HOA restrictions are more around like farm animals. So I like I can't have my goat? Right, correct. So if you don't have like if you live in a neighborhood with an HOA, you can't have a lot of people around here want chickens, including myself, I'm bitter about it. And you can't have chickens if you have any the, you know the HOA bylaws restrict chickens, stuff like that. So There's actually a lot of debate about chickens in general mm-hmm. because it's a hot topic. There's a there's like this whole like like website that you can go on and talk about it. But anyway, the point is is that there's a lot of local regulations about farm animals too. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not even just HOA related. It's actually like county zoning and um, what are those people called? Ag, like zoning and ag. No. What are those people called that come out when you're like non-compliant with something in the county? Code enforcement. Code yeah. enforcement. That's the words. Thank you. Uh, not that you <laughs> Thank <helped>. yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> c- code, code enforcement. Co- it's a county codes that are typically restrictive on farm animals. But if Gary... The goat can't come with me. Wait, the goat's name is Gary. Oh, the dog was Jerry. Yeah, Jerry is the dog, and Gary is the goat, and Janet was the cat. Keep a track. Keep track. Gary, Janet, and Jerry. Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to. Anyway. Anything else you want to say about pets, animals? Oh, yeah. Sorry. You were on a roll. So you were saying um, local covenants and restrictions. Um, I wanted to tell you that even with like a lot of the local covenants and um, the local like ag and stuff like that rules have to do with acreage and your location. So like, for instance, if you have over two acres, you're allowed to have um, a goat. Right. Like for farm animals or whatever. Right. But you you need to be careful other than that, because when these large farms start subdividing and selling their lots off to builders and developers, they the county will often make them put in additional covenants that are tied to the land through their HOA. So a lot of times up here in our local area, when these developers are, are buying up land, you get a nice big lot. So when these farms subdivide, you might get a lot that's two acres easily and you have a, a little neighborhood of you know six or seven houses two or three acres apiece they all have their own septic and well it's a cute little area and you might think since I have two acres I can put a horse barn out there a little goat run in a little chicken coop and you can't because when that farmer subdivided the county forced them to put additional covenants on so you just got to make sure your realtor is 
looking up that information. So whatever your, your MO is with your next house, you're comfortable with it. Ultimately, um, your pets are very important to you and you want to make sure the place that you find is works for all of you. Right. Works for your whole family, including your animal. Um, and what the only thing I do want to add about pets too is don't get super hinged on a fenced in yard because a lot of my buyers get super hung up on a fenced in yard. Like, oh my gosh, it doesn't have a fenced in yard. It doesn't have a fenced in yard. Just put in a dang fenced in yard yourself after you move in. Yes, it's expensive. It's stu- Fences are stupid expensive for no good reason. But it's something that you can do, factor in the cost. Like, As long as you have the cash to do it. And, and if you've been living in an apartment or at your mom's house or whatever and you haven't had like i find that most people that are so hung up on a fence for their animal haven't had a fence haven't haven't had a fence their whole life and i'm like well what have you been doing with your dog every day taking it out on walks like it's okay keep doing that practice until you save up the money or whatever you need to do to get your fence but don't not buy a house because it doesn't have a fence yeah we can we can cross that bridge later yeah that makes perfect sense yeah Well, that's our story about pets. Sellers, get your pets in check. Jerry's. Get your Jerry's, Janet's, and Gary's <laughs> where they belong. <laughs> keep them safe. Keep other people safe. All that stuff. Uh, buyers, have reasonable expectations for your pets. Renters, don't be getting pets that you can't have. I don't know why. I, I know so many people who have done that. I don't understand it. I don't either. And uh, that's it. That's it. Love you, miss you, mean it. Bye. Bye.